last fall, immigration, refugees and citizenship minister Sean Fraser said that he was temporarily lifting the 20-hour-per-week cap on the number of hours eligible post-secondary students can work off-campus while classes in session. Now, that was, as I said, temporary. The, this change started last November, but is ending December 31st of this year, uh, which, of course, would impact many international students. We've been having a pretty broad conversation about how many international students should be coming to this country. Many people said there's too many. Others have said, look, our uh, education system has become too reliant on those dollars from international students, and what keeps the system afloat, and that's not the right way to go. It's not the way we should be running our education system. But there's no doubt those students do work uh, out in the workforce and many of our employers, particularly in the service sector, do need those employees. Joining me now to talk a little bit about what potential impact this could have as students can only work a maximum of 20 hours per week. That's international students. Joining us now is Ian Tostenson, president of the BC Restaurant and Food Services Association. Ian, welcome. Thanks, Jazz. Happy Friday to you. Happy Friday to you as well. What does this mean for your industry? Well, you know, when I got the call today, I sort of thought, hmm, and then I went, "Uh uh-oh, this is a a bigger issue than I thought. And I think um, probably for most people, you'd be quite surprised. So there are, uh, this is up to 2022, there's 600,000 international students that study in Canada. Mm -hmm. And... um, which you know they're coming from afar, and um, but what we see is that the and then the other stat found interesting is that back in you know, two thousand, very few of them worked. Now, um, out of the six hundred thousand, you have uh, what the you know, labor participation rate of almost um, two hundred seventy-seven thousand workers. If I if extrapolate that and say what does that mean to British Columbia, it means that. You know, our, our share of population in B.C. probably means that there's 30,000 thereabouts international students that are available for work. I'm not sure not available for actually working mm-hmm. and being paid in British Columbia. Then I looked at, well, where? And the top two places are accommodations and hospitality. So absolutely. This is this is, you know, is a big, big issue. Um, two, I was talking to someone today. They had an international student that works. I know how they do this. Uh, they work 40 hours, mm-hmm. uh, 37 and a half hours, and they also go to school, and they also have two kids. And now they can only work 20 hours a week, and they can't afford to even sort of be here. So from an employment point of view, availability of labor, it's not good. And it's certainly not good, I think, for some students that are relying on these extra hours um, to both pay for their education and, and their high rents. So it's not good. Yeah. Did you, did, was your industry aware of this? I know we called you today. Uh, I didn't see a lot of newspaper articles on there. No. I think I've seen like one, maybe two in, in sort of very small uh, 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 publications that pre- predominantly speak to immigrant communities. Yeah. Uh, it, it caught our eye right away. I mean, I, I just guess I have to walk outside our studios here and the amount of international students you see just around downtown and working in various restaurants and things like that. I mean, this, this is quite significant and just in regards to the impact on BC employers. Right. Yeah. I, we just like I, if, I, if I hadn't got the call from uh, CKNW, I would like would have bypassed this. And I'm sort of thinking, hey guys, this you know, hello, minister. This is something that's very significant. We have a a labor shortage in general uh, in Canada, in BC. So that's you know, so immigration is, imp- is important. And in our industry, um, the numbers probably raise about you know, we're still about twenty five thousand workers short. So this is not going to help that. Uh, it's not that these these you know the thirty thousand in BC thereabouts. We're going to fix that, but it still leaves us um, scrambling. And in this 
case today of this business I spoke to, um, they're now scrambling to try to fill those hours uh, in your business. It's a small business. It's a retail business. That's in a, uh, it's a liquor store. So, yeah, kind of surprising that there wasn't a little bit more, hey, guys, we're going to do this or what the implications are. And I don't know for the life of me, Jazz, what's behind this. I don't know at a time like, you know, we're bringing in more immigration into Canada where we've got a labor-starved market in Canada, and then suddenly we're going to take labor out of the market by 20 hours a week on each worker. I, I don't know what the – I can't understand it. Usually I can figure these stuff out, but this one I can't. <laughs> well, I think part of it – I'm, I'm trying to think, think as well about this. First of all, there is a pushback, pushback in regards to – forget about hospitality for a second, just on the education side. We have about 226, mm-hmm. I think, educational institutions in this province. About 25, 26 of those are public. So we've got 200 mm-hmm. – private schools now in this province, which are catering to these international students. And I would argue, this is just me, some of them are nothing more than diploma mills now, that we are, uh, A, abusing these kids, and B, Mm -hmm. uh, even our public institutions, in some cases, 37, 35, 40% of those students uh, are now international students. The dollars that are coming in, our system has become addicted to it. Um, yeah. So we invite them. We say we're going to charge you a lot more, which helps our system. Or then we'll set up schools where I think their credentials don't matter in, in regards to these private, some of these private, some of these private schools, not all of them. Uh, and then these kids are trying to work here as well. So uh, we don't, we can't make up our mind that we want them in as to educate kids and hopefully convince them to stay here and it works for our system. Or do we just look? Are we just looking for labor and using education yeah. as an excuse to to bring it in? I think our immigration system is incredibly muddled. It's unfocused, uh, and I brought this up with the immigration minister a couple of times now in the last month since he's been here. And I, I think this is sort of your industry in some ways is going to feel the pinch more than others just because yeah. if you are trying to deal with this and you sort of turn it on 40 down to 20 so there's no more abuse on, on, on the education side, well, it doesn't help your industry whatsoever. No, and, and, I, and I totally agree with your analysis. I, you know, I think you're right. I, I mean, the, the education has become like a business versus, you know, going abroad to be educated. So I think there's a lot of things that are going on here. And I, and I do agree with you on immigration. That, you know, we, we say we want immigration. We need immigration. We've always needed immigration. Yet um, we seem to have a very cumbersome, disconnected system between what the province and B.C. allows and how it does it so so slowly, mm-hmm. unfortunately, and, and then other provinces and the federal government. So, yeah, it, it needs to be way more comprehensive. And, of course, you know, you, you talk about this all the time, <clears throat> the implications on housing and all the rest of it. So I think that the public really needs to have a, a better understanding on, in, uh, on terms of our overall strategy as Canada here in terms of our labor supply and how it all fits um, with these things. It's kind of confusing. Yeah, it very much is. Well, we'll stay on it and uh, update you as, if we learn more as well. I mean, they still got a bit of time. It's, it's uh, one of those things where sometimes departments and ministries find out, wait a minute, well, we did that. That's right. Oh, my God, that's ending in December. We better figure this out, and then they can make some changes. So we'll stay on top of it, and uh, but I'll let you know that's for sure. Ian, thank you so much. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. Yeah, you too, Jazz, and I look forward to talking to you soon.